everyone, I'm Mamsa. And I'm Portia. Welcome to Assume It Will Be Brilliant, Shondaland Stand Podcast. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the podcast. How are you doing, Porsche? I am doing all right. In this moment right now with you, I'm doing all right. Otherwise, it has been a rough week. Same. I'm not going to lie. I've also had a a rough week. We were talking about it actually this, I guess, this weekend. It's been one of those. It's It's just been one of those. I need to check if the planets are all in retrograde at once or something because I need an explanation. I actually did that. I remember last year I checked and I was like, oh, this is what's happening. So, (laughs) And also, I mean, the world is crazy at the moment. There's so many things that are going on everywhere that are actually quite mind-blowing so and I think with so much time on our phones Mm -hmm. and a lot of places still in lockdown we are just exposed a lot more to it Mm -hmm. so it's one of the reasons I'm actually really excited to record this episode because it's a bit of an escape especially because Grey's Anatomy is coming back. Yay. Um, so this week will be the return of season of Grey's um, with the start of season 18, which we're really excited about. Um, I think when we heard it was getting renewed, it was a huge like relief and yeah. joy. It's so... going to be so bittersweet the day they announce it's the final season. But but also <laughs> at the same time, you kind of keep expecting it. We're in this sort of Stockholm yes. syndrome with this show because you think yeah. like, it can't possibly go on for longer go and then on. you hear oh they've signed for two more seasons you're like okay I guess you know but I feel and like- then you like breathe breathe that sigh of relief yeah yeah I think honestly this is season 18 I don't mm-hmm. see them going past season 20 I think if there's a just because it's a whole number I think they might I do, feel you because it would be so sad if they I don't know I don't want them to finish on season 18 or 19 I want I want a nice wholeness to it you know what I mean can I tell you this and this is just the episode for it I had I was thinking this morning about dreams that I have for the show okay <laughs> and I tell you one of my big dreams is that it gets to season 30 what <laughs> big dream I thought you were going to talk about something to do with the cast or like no 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 I would like I have a storyline to end when I'm in my 40s (laughs) (laughs) okay tell me tell me so my big dream is that and I think it's because again I'm doing the rewatch you see characters in different lights as well and I'm realizing truly truly I mean I love Mark with my heart Mm -hmm. whole heart I love Alex I love Callie and I love Meredith Mm. but my I think just absolute favorite character to have watched on the show's Christina Mm. truly truly my dream is that it gets to season 30 and they have this last the last episode is just like a reunion of all the doctors and that a whole bunch of them get to come back like Callie and Arizona and mm. Jackson and April and a whole bunch of them whoever I'm can. sure they'll do that even if it ends sooner than that but my hope because I want the show to go on forever so <laughs> I mean I don't <laughs> and I do at the same Young time people. yeah 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 it's true me same because it's it's a constant right we've had it for so long exactly. and you know what I will say it would be nice to have an on-air medical drama, even if it started now, but it'd be great if it was Grey's just because it's been here, that had the main characters 
all over the age of 50, right? Because that's how old yes. everything would be. Because often medical shows are like hot young things running exactly. around being hot shots. And actually, it would be nice. Remember Boston Legal? I know this is truly out of left field, I but this is how my brain Boston works. I love Boston Legal. I miss it so much. But mostly because, I, I mean, that's why I still love and I'm obsessed with The Good Fight, right? It's a bit more sleek and cool. But I mean, we know that TV skews young right tv skews Mm -hmm. attractive tv you know we basically once people are over 40 no 40 is still in now 50 right it's like well these people no longer have interesting three-dimensional lives like why would we want to tell their stories on the television you know and i actually think they're very interesting so i can't believe i'm saying this but i could go for a season 30 i could like see meredith becoming a grandma like why not i'm telling you i i just look it's a pipe dream i know okay (laughs) But my idea was just like, you know, the last episode, everyone comes back and they just have this like a reunion and Mm. to see where everyone's come and gone and like every where everyone's landed and just to celebrate their successes and their all these big and their Mm. big lives that they went on to live. But that was just the dream that I had um today. So and of course at the same time I'm like, I just don't want it to get there because it's like I mean you can't write that. It's like a lot good story. And you'd have to keep on bringing in new interns having residents having you know because yeah. the truth is we'd be watching our originals of whom there is basically only Meredith left go into retirement I guess am I are we aging them too fast we're definitely aging Meredith but yeah. the chief would be long gone but we're definitely um, aging Meredith I mean mm. she's only in her 40s so yeah so I mean, she look, could still be working 30. in her 50s you're right season 30 yeah it's 12 Yes, give or take. But of course, I mean, like I say, it's it wouldn't make sense keeping the show great. Yeah, we would see. We would see. Other things equal. What did they teach us in law school? Ceteris paribus. That's the extent of my Latin. (laughs) Yes, it would be cool if we made it to season 30. I see what I kind of I'm, I'm there now. When you first said it, I was like, who, what is this wild woman? But <laughs> it's I, wild. I see what you mean by the fantasy and in a dreamlike quality. Yes, I'm on board. If let's say didn't, of course, it's not going to get there, but I do hope, I mean, my dream is that these characters can all come back and we just see like, of course they look will. at how far everyone's come. And yeah. I mean, we, I don't know. I feel like Christina's never, ever coming back. I um, think Christina, I believe, and I believe Sandra Oh has said it somewhere under the right circumstances and remember just before our podcast actually started she posted the scene of her you know uh, yeah uh, of her last scene in Grey's Anatomy and in that post Sandra O wrote I miss Christina every day so I think if she was given a great script now I'm just going to speak to episodes yeah she's not going to come back and be in the show but if they make it cool if she's needed and necessary she'll be there because she's still there remember they even at uh, Mary Meredith's trial to get her license back. Christina wrote a letter that Alex read and she texts Meredith all the time sometimes. You know, they still refer to her. So I don't think Christina is out of ever showing up again. And I mean, she's so iconic. I don't know. Fingers crossed. Get quiet. Just invite yourself. You know, we want you. (laughs) Truly. Shonda, make it happen. You know, Mm. Krista, make it happen. Sandra, 
make it happen Sandra, um, just make it happen you know make it happen make our Thank dreams you. come true yeah <laughs> but okay. yeah i mean this is just one of those episodes where i just want us to like have some fun and chat about our favorite storylines that we you know storylines we love to hate like outrageous mm-hmm. ones and then also storylines we just love to love and then looking forward into season 18 like what we'd like to see so okay. we've had my dream sequence <laughs> so Let's get into a bit of some of those storylines where we just thought, okay, is this happening? Or it was more like, okay, I really don't like this for the show. But I mean, in a sense, in a fun way of like, I love to hate it. I'll go first. Okay. Because it's like one of the top of the list because it's still happening. Trying to make Teddy and Owen happen. <laughs> Honestly, could not agree more. I it, it's kind of interesting how when you ask like, okay, what are storylines we love to hate? I mean, that list came out so much faster than the storylines we love to love. Obviously, because it evokes very strong emotions. And right at yeah. the top was, you know, they've put them back together at the end yeah. of the season. They're being all smiley, smiley, and I just needed to to, to end now. You know. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> I'm already mad that they've forced them to be a situation over so long. I need it to be done, mostly because I just don't want to hear from Owen anymore. I want him to be an excellent trauma surgeon, and I just want him to go about his business and just leave everyone else alone. Mind you, I was thinking about it because we are truly that podcast that really, we openly dislike Owen. But what I I really um, have, you know, watching everything back, you know, the truth is I really actually like Owen Mm. by himself. Yeah. I enjoy him so much when he's just being a doctor Mm. and when he's being a leader. I Mm. really enjoy that Owen. And I think he's just fantastic. And even there was a time when he was with Arizona trying to help her when she had phantom leg, a phantom limb, and he was helping her get through it. And I was like, this is the, I love Owen. Owen It's just when he's dating somebody. That's true. You know, and he was great. Remember when he trained April? I don't know if we talked about this already. Yes. He like noticed her talent. He made the dummies. He's a very, very good doctor and a very, very good leader and a very, very good trauma surgeon. And he he's great. great when he's doing professional things. And you know what? It's kind of the same for Teddy. Love Teddy. It's the same character. for Teddy. I like her so, so, so much. But uh, with the men, it's been except with Henry. Henry being the grand exception. I, and just Teddy and Owen. I've been, I've been tired for some time. So now that they're back together, I'd like to make a special request that they just it be done now. That they never break up. I never want back and forth. I never want on and off Same. again for Teddy and Owen. Agreed. And I think what it was is that it took too long to get yeah. there. And, and also things that were so <coughs> rupturous. How after he heard her in the OR having sex with Karasik over the intercom in front of people, I was like, that's wildly unnecessary. Okay. Wildly. And I mean, that's, you know, Owen in the equation getting hurt. I have no, you know, he's done many things that the way he was abandoning his fiance, he was playing with Christina's heart. He really did use Teddy. And remember when she broke up with him, broke up with him? Was yeah. like, you don't actually want me. I'm your backup. And after Henry died, when she told him she hates him and she wishes yes. it was him. And then you just bring us back around to deep love. Yep. It all feels very toxic to me. So it like, is so toxic. I'm like, okay, I if I have to decide, if we have to agree, they have true love and they're back together now. Okay, fine. I just, I'm done now. <laughs> 
I agree a hundred percent because on the flip side for me, when we talk about Teddy, mm. um, cause I agree a hundred percent with everything you said about Owen. When I say they took too long, it was too many relationships between them finally getting together, it kind of made it feel like it didn't feel inevitable anymore. You know, when, you Mm. know, there's kind of that thing of inevitability, we're going to end up together. It didn't feel like that anymore. And it just felt forced. And with Teddy, they had to make her a villain to make this work. And I didn't like that. Uh, And one of the things about the situation is that they've always had time to revamp Owen's character and make him Mm likable again, where Mm -hmm. they didn't quite do that with Teddy. They villainized her and they didn't bring it back to no, she's just a human being. And a lot of people still see her as a villain and I didn't like that. So I mean, they tried, but that's the other thing too, is that even when they would create empathy for Owen, right? They would give him such a full story. Yeah. Like with his best friend back in the army and then his ex-fiance having the cancer, we meet his mother. All they gave us with Teddy was Allison and they didn't even do that very well. Allison was in that two episodes, in and out. Exactly. And that brings me to the other storyline I hated was was that it was that specific one with Teddy that I just felt it felt quite throwaway and I know Mm -hmm. again I think what had happened was they were going to really round it up properly end of season 16 and of course COVID happened so they Mm -hmm. weren't able to but it just was so messy and that one episode where they tried to clean it up in that horrid dream sequence Mm. I I didn't feel it was as effective as they thought it might be and I what I also didn't like about that storyline specifically was it erased Henry completely which was weird for me because Henry was such a huge part of season seven and eight and she mourned for a long time in season eight so for him not to even be mentioned it was weird so that was weird especially in terms of explaining even as uh, Owen is coming back around to her after the whole cheating fiasco the the episode that shall not be named that I'm still so mad about from this (laughs) season all the flashbacks are just not about Henry isn't involved at all in part of the things she's struggling through which feels odd at best yeah It feels um, quite odd. But maybe that's what they're trying to communicate, that her the deep trauma is just from back in the day without... I don't know. But yeah. Teddy and Owen's storyline, not a fan. Just <laughs> let the babies grow. Let the, No, we haven't even talked about how they mixed in children with them. Okay, let's just move on. The <laughs> next one storyline that we have that we don't love so much was basically everything to do with the end of Izzy. Did not enjoy the hallucinations of Denny, especially when they were doing that thing where he was overlapping with Alex and she was sort of going back and forth. I I get that they had to figure out a way to have Catherine Heigl exit the show, but it just felt a little all over the place in a way I didn't enjoy. All of the Denny scenes, Mm. they were wild. It was (laughs) wild. (laughs) You know what? What do they call it? The ghost sex she was having? (laughs) Yes. It was just... In terms of a story, like it was weird and wild. So and it, made it me was sad just because it was in season five and the show was still kind of good. It, it just felt like it was uh, split, like there was some dissonance. I was yes. very scared that what was then, I was like, oh no, this is my favorite show. Are they taking it into like soapy territory? And it's Absolutely. just going to like slowly fizzle out, which kudos to them for being able to still have bring it bring back. It back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm really glad as well. And speaking of Izzy, when her and George dated, 
Um, no. Uh, no, that was a hard no. <laughs> Same with uh, George dying. Not my favorite. I wish it hadn't have to go down that way, but we know that at the time it was all the behind the scenes drama and T.R. Knight was not trying to stay. So True. And look, I, I do think ultimately, ultimately the right choice. True, true, true. It was. I think it, it actually was the right choice just for the for them to have that collective loss. I think mm. it was actually a good story collectively. So, mm. so yeah. Um, but remember when <laughs> the ferry boat um, accident happened and they brought that pregnant lady, Alex was treating, and then they called her Ava and turned out to be Rebecca? I just don't love that either. <laughs> I really did not enjoy the Rebecca Ava storyline. Don't get me wrong. I think Elizabeth Risa is actually a pretty good actress. Um, I love Elizabeth, Re- Elizabeth I know Risa. You, do. you know what? Yeah. Watching her, I was like, she's so good. She's fantastic. Yeah. It was just the story. What I didn't Wild. like. What, you know what? Because I, I remember the, the plot point or the thing that it revealed about Alex is that his mother had suffered, right, from um, yes. mental illness and she had taken care of him. That's why he had this, like, uh, was it, would I say predisposition? But that's why he wanted to take care, to overtake care, to take more responsibility than he should yes. for Rebecca forward slash Ava. I just don't know that, I don't know. I, I just don't know that they, okay. As I say it, I feel kind of silly because Grey's is the most dramatic show of all time. (laughs) And they do this so much death, so much trauma. But in my mind, I was like, we didn't need to do all this for Alex to, you know, confront this. And I I will say, though, that I'm glad sort of in the back end before he left that him and Joe remember when to meet his mom. Yes. And he sort of like got to close that loop. But there was just something about and he was still in love with Izzy and it was it was very painful to watch for him. But yeah, the Rebecca Ava storyline is not one of my favorites. Same. I, yeah, didn't love. Mm. You didn't, you said you didn't like the Sadie Harris one. Um, and Sadie was when, was friends with Meredith when they were like running around in Europe and they would call themselves death and die. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, so here's the thing. I didn't like it because I felt like it, it had so much potential and then kind of just got cut off early. Very anticlimactic, basically, for me. So, yes. Sadie is Meredith's friend from early med school and she's the one who comes in and she's kind of a little bit wild. She's trying to keeps trying to remind Meredith of their wild days. And she's the one who gets the interns to do appendectomies on each other to practice. And then turns out not a great doctor at all. And uh, Meredith eventually is like, uh, no, Sadie, we're not 25 anymore. Like you actually have to do the work to be a good surgeon. And what I thought there was potential there was that it changed the dynamic between Meredith and Christina. And so I thought that's what was going to happen, that some old friend of Meredith was going to come. We were going to get some drama between Meredith and Christina, which they gave us full force in season 10, by the way. And I yes. will say I love I, I loved to hate Meredith and Christina fighting, but Overall, it's one of my favorite storylines because I think that conflict was necessary and the way that they came back together was really moving to me and I loved it. But yeah, 
the whole thing because also Melissa George who played Sadie she was kind of a at the time like not super famous but an actress that mm-hmm. was exciting to see on the screen she had like she was sort of around and exposed and I just thought it was going to go somewhere and she kind of faded into the background and then petered out slowly so I was like oh okay well that was a not best use of my time well I hear you I really actually enjoyed it and I I think it's just because of what you touched on about that dynamic between Meredith and Christina because there was a moment when Meredith sort of threw Christina under the bus Mm. and Christina basically took the had to take the fall for the interns doing all of that you know all of the procedures on them when they were all everyone's interns and she was then no longer up for chief resident I think it was yeah not chief resident yeah no it was it was chief resident and she wasn't up for a whole lot of things um I, I think it was a great thing that exposed their friendship and I enjoyed that one more than the one you're talking about in season 10 I, I didn't like mm-hmm. that I, I I think I just felt so like oh no oh no 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 yeah <laughs> <laughs> but I totally hear you and I, I agree I mean Every time Meredith and Christina fought, whether it was that season, season 10, Mm -hmm. or after the shooting, it was necessary. It was, Mm -hmm. um, it added another layer of depth um, to their story and to their friendship. It was hard Um, to watch if you're a fan. You you get that thing where, you know, you want, there's parts of a show you want to go your way and you like the surprises to come from the non-core characters. But at the end of the day, both Sandra Oh and uh, Ellen Pompeo just do a great job, the chemistry between them as friends. So even when it's oppositional, it's really good television. And then speaking of Meredith, this I also love hate because I will say that rising action wise, suspense wise, I was very riveted, let's say, when Meredith steals Zola, also when she ruins the Alzheimer's trial, right? Yeah. I didn't like it. (laughs) I didn't like it at all. Oh, you know what it was also? I guess, of course, we are glad that Meredith you know, was trying to help um, the chief by giving um, Adele mm-hmm. the, the the proper medicine as opposed to placebo. Right. But the whole ruining the trial and Alex being the one who like exposes her and he then becomes a pariah and the whole fighting with Derek. It was high drama, of course. Yeah. And I didn't like what Derek was in that. And of course, it's just exposing Derek. But it was just weird. Like, how does he not understand? But of course, it's like there's that self-absorption that Derek has. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and he's like such a stickler for the rules also. Yeah. So, I mean, it was great. It was great that they they did it. I didn't like it. Other <laughs> <So. laughs> <laughs> ones that I really didn't like overall was Kelly when Kelly and Arizona had the custody battle. Mm-hmm, oh. mm-hmm. And you yeah. know, Porsche, I was never like the biggest Calzona fan. No, you did not like Calzona. Just say it with your chest. I didn't. No, no, no. The reason why I don't <laughs> say it with my chest is because watching it back, I'm like, okay, I, yeah. I really see it differently now. I'm starting to like Arizona a bit more than I ever did. Yeah, and I didn't yeah, like yeah. 
what they did to Callie in this cast yeah. in this custody battle. It was weird. Um, and then with the whole Penelope mm-hmm. thing as well, and she's dating Penelope, who's so, you know the reason yes, why <laughs> that is truly the worst thing. Callie and Arizona getting divorced, not my favorite. I wanted the two of them to make it. Um, especially once they had some stability, once they'd gotten through everything with Mark, once they were raising the baby, you know, were it not for the plane crash and then the problems with Arizona losing the leg, I I feel like they would have had a chance, but then too much had happened. So I was actually on the wave for a a divorce, a separation of some kind, because yeah, they'd had a lot happen between them. That was a lot to carry and continue their relationship sort of smoothly, right? I could sort of buy that. And then, of course, you know, Arizona was behaving badly or whatever. But then, and it's not so much Callie dating Penelope, which was, it was so weird. They had no chemistry. I'm just going to say that out loud. I don't know. (laughs) I I didn't buy it at all. But Penelope, that whole storyline for Meredith's, uh, you know, husband dying. And then the woman who was the nurse who was involved. And she just shows Mm -hmm. up at dinner. I just did not like it at all. I felt like we we give Meredith so much trauma to deal with, just generally speaking. And I don't even mean it as in like, she can't handle it. She's very good at handling it, clearly. (laughs) She's very capable. And from the beginning of the show, they were like, this is a lady who's come here. They called them the dark twisted sisters or whatever, you know. This is somebody who's come here with stuff. And I was like, really, we're going to kill Derek. And then we're going to have Meredith stare at the lady who was there. And then also Penny was just like so stressed the whole time. You know, we never got to know the character full at all. Anyway, Penny is definitely a top. I might actually put that at the top of the storylines I didn't need. No, really. Like, I just, I, ugh, even, yeah, no, not a fan. You know what? Yeah. Another one, one I didn't need. And again, not the biggest Arizona fan, <laughs> but when they had Murphy accusing Arizona of sexual harassment, <sighs> I'm so mad. And it was also so strange because Murphy's character was also played to, to just very weird beats and notes. Was Definitely. she shy and timid? Was she, you know, and I mean, far be it for me to to ask for people to only have one side of themselves that they show but again <laughs> murphy didn't get enough remember at some point she even disappeared and then suddenly was back at the hospital she disappeared was, and then she came so back i was and... like who is this person and then why are they showing up and causing this level of drama to one of our mainstays oh. but at the same and, and the thing too is that they didn't play that out long enough to actually be an interesting um story about sexual harassment. Yeah. And I mean, last, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we, when we did our social justice episode, we spoke about what was missed even at, in, during the Avery debacle about sexual harassment. That, yeah, I agree with you about the storyline. Not very, mostly because of the, the paucity of character development for Murphy and even just yeah. chemistry between Murphy and Arizona, right? And speaking of chemistry, there's one I hadn't thought of, but I just, you spoke about bad chemistry with, um, Penelope and Callie and now with mm-hmm. Leah and Arizona. Maggie and Jackson. Uh, 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 I hate you know what? whole time. <laughs> what, what makes me so angry actually is, okay, Nomsa, this is a moment for you to just relish, okay? Because it's not going to come around again. <laughs> I want you to know that. I want you to listen to what I'm going to say and just take it, I and, really never bring it, it. <laughs> and never bring it up again, okay? The best match was always 
April for Jackson. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. No. Okay. You heard now it first, yes. guys. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm not a fan of that couple, right? I don't know why, but I'm just like I. Do- well, mostly I, we've discussed this before. I think uh, we may have said it. I may have already said it a couple of episodes back. I just again, it's it kind of has a little bit of the Teddy Owen thing to it, not nearly to the same level. Where yeah. I just was not <laughs> happy with the back and forth and I just felt annoyed. And also April was kind of annoying. It was paid to be annoying, but whatever. Because I have never liked any other person that Jackson has dated. I had felt there is no chemistry. Same. Even Stephanie, especially <laughs> and they were step siblings. Oh my god! <laughs> Forgot about that part. They really forced issues, and you know, part of me felt like it was giving him. Uh, no, you know what? Not gonna say that. Gotta keep it to myself. That one's for offline. <laughs> But yeah, oh, that wow. one, that's definitely um, a big one, actually, for yeah, me. I'll put yeah. that one on top of my list, actually. Oh, you know what? That's fair. So Penny's at the top and Maggie. Really, Maggie is higher than... Uh, Jaggy, not Maggie. Ja- Maggie is fine. Jaggy. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Okay, shall we do? Let me um, let's do one final hate one, and then maybe we talk about the ones we love. Yes, and I think and it will just be. I please can we talk about one that is like a major one? Okay, because that's yeah, that's that that was that. I think we're thinking about the exact same one. A general exit of a major character that we'd absolutely grown with and grown to love. On top of that, just the fact of Karev leaving letters. It was outrageous. I don't, I, it was just outrageous. I was like, are you serious? You're not going to have a full episode to say goodbye you know to I Karev? Thought? He's not going to leave us with dignity? You know? I was like, lies. <laughs> lies. <laughs> You're like, this is a trick episode. It's a false bottom. This they're going to come back and they're going to explain. No. Defamation of Karev's character. I can't. I, there's just so much wrong with it. First of all, to me, what the truly awful part is the specific fact that he wrote letters to everyone and just didn't come back home. When he had and a just whole didn't come wife, back. okay? He had a whole wife whom he had and actually become whole and healed with. Joe and him really like helped each other heal a lot of stuff. And they were mm-hmm. happy. That's the other part. They were they happy. They were perfectly happy. And then he left her for Izzy. Okay, why? What's the reason? (laughs) Because here's the thing. I could imagine you going back to Izzy or Izzy coming back into your life. But Nomsa, please, why don't you regale us with why? Not that the people listening don't know. I was fine if it was going to ever be an Izzy Karev endgame. But this idea that she Mm -hmm. never actually comes back and Mm -hmm. he's the one who leaves after the whole trial or hearing whatever with Meredith got in touch, they got in touch again and she has had his babies and she's never told him? Yeah. What? And then he leaves yeah. Meredith and Joe with letters? And lies. also he's fine with that. He's, he's fine. I'm going to go have a happy family well. with her. We're not going to discuss how she just did this by herself and just didn't tell me for yes. years. I'm not mad about that. In fact, I'm not, I'm I'm not, not mad have, at the I fact that she's so kidnapped my kids. Few, I have so few feelings about that. I'm going to leave my whole ass wife back in our apartment in Seattle. I'm going to just move to a new state. I'm not even going to come back my bags i know that's a very stupid practical thing to add in there but it was the level it's only because it was alex you know we've lost characters who, was, who just disappeared again murphy 
see where hey, right. Stephanie. We don't even know. You know, right? Like, there's so many people. Minik, somebody we don't care about at all, who even <laughs> tried it with us. Like she even got a goodbye. She even got it. This is Han. Han walked off into the darkness. Han! Okay, <laughs> but that's fair because we'd only been with her for about two years. Alex Karev, Karev, okay, who was raised by Bailey. Nurtured by Meredith. I, I just teased you know, by Christina. by Arizona. Okay. <laughs> Te- literally bequeathed shares in a hospital by Christina. What are we talking about? Is this what we did? Is this what we did? It's all lies. Anyway. It's all lies. But actually, I heard an interesting fan theory. Of course, mm-hmm. it's just fanfic. But what if, you know, Izzy comes back somehow to Seattle um, she, and Meredith is like, okay, so how's Alex? And she's like, what do you mean? I haven't seen Alex since 2010. <gasps> and Meredith is like, what are you talking about? He, well, he went back to you for, with the kids. And she's like, what are you talking about? There are no kids. And then we find out that Karev has schizophrenia. Oh, no, I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) I hate it. I hate it completely. I hate it so deeply. No, because Karev is a good man, okay? He's a brilliant, (laughs) brilliant ped surgeon. And I like him. (laughs) But it would explain the letters. (laughs) Oh, I see what you're saying. This person is like, here is what I will accept, okay? No, I don't want to blame it on mental illness. I don't want to do that. It's not fair to people with actual schizophrenia. No. This is just No, it was just a fanfic. And I was like, fine. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh, wow. But yeah, I mean, those, that's just like some of the ones we love to hate. Um, some of the ones we love to love. We've already mentioned Henry and Teddy. Yeah. And for me, it was like a fantastic one just because it had nothing to do with Owen. And I just loved seeing Teddy happy and in love. Mm. And I think it just was a great story for her. And even when he died, to be honest, I hated that he died. But mm. even when he died, to watch her processing it and grieving and learning to be without him and even, you know, needing Owen as a punching bag, I thought it was fantastic for her character. It was a great character arc. That was mm-hmm. when they did Teddy really well. I agree. That was strong. I really, I really liked that one. It's hard for me to talk about storylines I love without... Mark. <laughs> I like so much. I even love his entrance, even though he enters like a bad guy. I like that he came in hot, hitting on yeah. uh, hitting on Meredith. I love that he was always walking out of a steamy bathroom, just yes. having wreaked some mild havoc. But my favorite yeah. favorite storyline is him becoming a dad. Twice. I also know, loved it. With Sloan yeah. and with baby Sophia. I agree. It was this coming of age almost for like an old man. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a great story for him. And I think it was also great with his voice friendship with Callie. So I really enjoyed that as well. I also really loved the brain tumor trial early on in season four. And we've spoken about that before. Everything about the, the, the clinical trial. I loved the patience mm-hmm. that they had. Mm-hmm. I actually liked when Derek was dating Nurse Rose. Yeah. yeah around yeah. that time. It was, there were so many funny parts to it. Mm-hmm. With Mark and Addison and Meredith. And then, of mm-hmm. course, when they had the candle house at the end. It was one of my favorite storylines. That was really nice. I liked that storyline the emotional journey that Derek took I mean he still played as your sort of prototypical brilliant white hero man yeah uh, I really like the emotional journey that he took with the trial because he was invested he was excited as he was losing patience he was losing patience with himself as well and Mm. getting more and more emotional and invested and I like that it was played against sort of Meredith having more faith than him and believing and wanting to push as far it's interesting now that I think about it Derek was kind of a conservative surgeon he 
often had to be convinced to be great, even though he was always walking around as the great yes. neurosurgeon and everybody referred to him as such. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that. one of those ones was, of course, is the time when he, uh, after he had had that major boo-boo and then he went in the woods i mean yeah, i mean the lady died yeah, yeah 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 um yeah. and then of course meredith had to convince him to come and you know be izzy's doctor but also yes. when that patient came and who worked patient. at the hospital and mm. was inspiring him to operate on this inoperable tumor and everyone mm-hmm. loved him this character and just yes. the speeches he gave isaac he was the best yes patient. yeah he was yeah. so brilliant so uh, i really liked that for him um, and also actually like the one where he was doing a lot of inoperable tumors after the shooting and he was working with Lexi and he was taking like taking on the impossible cases. I really liked that, that Derek as well. So I like that storyline for him as well. It was a great storyline. What else did I love? I, first of all, Hector Elizondo is just a brilliant actor. He uh, plays Callie's dad. And I just loved when he was on. And I liked, I mean, you know, I'm probably a daddy's girl as well. And so just watching them have conflict and then him coming around. And even when her mother left on the day of the wedding, would not carry her baby or be compassionate. And he comes back to the wedding, even though his wife wouldn't. So just Callie's arc with her father and their journey was really moving to me. It was I liked that a lot. I really also loved Anyone Miranda was dating, I loved. Yes, exactly. I really loved. Yeah, I, it, yeah, I just yeah, loved yeah. her. Her dynamic with Eli, I thought, was really fun. It was one of those, like, he was taking charge, even though he's the nurse at the hospital mm-hmm. and she's a doctor, a pretty high-ranking doctor, yet he's saying to her, I'm the man in the relationship. Of course, mm-hmm. it's like a bit caveman-like, but <laughs> I did like their dynamic together and how he sort yeah. of was like, you can just chill you know mm-hmm. in our relationship you don't have to be in charge all the time um mm-hmm. so i really like them dating and of course when ben and miranda were dating the first Listen, time and the i second don't think i i would not call what ben and miranda did dating ben courted miranda yeah. daily okay the yeah. man came through every single time I, I remember when they uh when he strips down in front of her yeah, uh, on date. I think it even it's an opening scene in one of the episodes, and he's just like, "Are you coming, oh what woman?" Yeah. <laughs> Every time she would start mirandering, you know, he makes. And then also the Valentine's Day episode when she he knew she wouldn't make dinner, oh, yes. and she was like, "I'm not good at romancy things." And he's like, "Well, good news is I'm very good at romancy <laughs> things." And he's got a waiter. He's ordered oh. dinner. They're at the hospital. She's in her scrubs. Yeah, um, and so and he he has always been very romantic. And even in their marriage, I think he still kind of quotes Miranda. So they're definitely right up there. My favorite elements, let me say, of the romance stories of Grey's. Yeah, I just love everything about that. One of the big ones for me huge ones and we've spoken about how much we love Alex but just when he you know became a pete surgeon just the whole character growth with Alex and him finally becoming brilliant and mm. when he finally started to believe that he was being brilliant I remember in season 8 
when Hopkins was was calling and saying oh. they wanted him. <laughs> it was just and and of course um the chief is busy telling him no you must put them against each other. Um Seattle Grace and, and Hopkins you must put them against tell them what you want. Get them <laughs> to basically saying when he said that he's never had anyone want him like that yeah, and yeah. Richard saying to him you're you're really brilliant you've grown mm. and you're you're a brilliant doctor and this is what mm. happens when you become great this is what happens yes. it's, it's just that you're not used to this feeling and um, I really loved it for Alex yeah and speaking of when they were being sort of recruited by other hospitals some of my favorite plot points or storylines in Grace that I think they do really well and especially weave in the comedy really well are when they're highlighting competitive moments like that so yes. the intern exam was amazing okay when they were fighting for who should become chief resident was great the time of the boards is uh, some of my favorite especially Meredith and Callie becoming friends over when you know Callie's um, to prepare for the boards and Karev had was like having his interns ask him questions and then there's that beautiful storyline where he realizes he didn't know one of his patients was pregnant when everybody else did and she gets really ill in the hospital they do they they do so much when they're pitting them against each other sort of for healthy competition to be brilliant surgeons. I'll just say those are the some of the storylines I love as well when they're about to do a big exam or qualify for something. And yeah, it's funny you say yeah. about that competitive one. Like yeah. it was um, one one of the scenes um, when he when he tells Meredith and Christina that Hopkins is calling. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Christina's like, as in like the hospital. Like, yeah. <laughs> is this for real? And Meredith, she knew that he could do it. Like she's not even surprised. Yeah. And Christina's like, I'm one. 100% surprised. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then she's like, well done, evil spawn. And I just, oh, I really loved it. So one last one I do want to say. Okay, mm. two last ones. Uh, um, <laughs> but quickly is... Obviously, Jackson and April, when they started like at the boards, I really, I thought it was funny and it was fun. You know, she was this whole like a virgin thing. And then she, and then they stepped together and she kept not wanting to in her huh, oh, yes, brain, so keeps, but she, she actually really wants to. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. I loved it. But like one of my other favorite ones was when Addison arrived. Mm. Um, in the very beginning, I just thought it added this like extra oh, dynamic that was so good. Thank for you for show. mentioning that. The love triangle, Meredith, Derek, Mark, Addison, the introduction of that and flow of it over season two and three was, was one of, is truly one of the most excellent. You could clearly tell that this is the one they had thought about a lot, you know, yes. because the introduction yes. of Mark was well done. The, the arrival of Addison was really well done and they had like full backstories and all of that. So yeah, I'm glad that you mentioned that. Let's just do some stuff for the new season. Season 18 coming. Very excited, very happy. I mean, some of the stuff we've heard, if you don't want to be spoiled at all for the new season, the next minute, don't listen to. But um, speaking of Addison, Addison's coming back. And I'm really excited because I love Kate Walsh and I love her in that character, in that role. And it would be interesting to see her back 
after Mark, after Derek and like what that will be. And of Mm -hmm. course it linking to the fact that Joe is now going to be, I guess, her residence. So that's really cool. And then of course, Kate Burton is reprising the role of Ellis Gray. And that's going to be interesting. Mm. We haven't seen her in very many years. So I wonder what that's going to look like. And then apparently Peter Gallagher is joining the cast as well, which again, interesting. He's supposed to be, let's not say what he's going to be, but those are some like cool things that I'm looking forward to for the new season. Things that I'm hoping for, I just hope it's not like season 17 and it's more like old grace. What I mean by that is like, I want to see more patient stories. I want to see more time in surgeries. I want to see them be doctors. Mm-hmm. I want to see them being what they are, these mm-hmm. wonderful surgeons and, and telling those stories because I, I found those so compelling. I mean, we've spoken a lot about them in this episode even. So mm-hmm. that's one of the stuff in terms of storylines. Like we spoke about o- Owen and Teddy, let them just be. I'm interesting to see, interested to see what they'll do with Link. And Amelia. And Amelia. It's true because they've really put them off to the side. I know you like yeah. them as a couple. Right now I'm feeling very indifferent about them. So it will be nice to see what happens. I'm interested too, surprisingly, in Joe's revolution. Revolution, Same. I mean evolution to see what happens Evolution, there. yeah. I'm interested to see Meredith, you know, run the resident program. Oh, that's true. She did become in charge of the resident program. I'm also interested to see what they're going to do with the chief and his wife. At the end of the season, they both seem to have resolution in their relationship. Catherine's part of her son. He's taking over the the foundation. Foundation. Mm. So I wonder if she'll even be in the show. I know she'll probably be around as a director, right? She directs some episodes from time to time. It'll be interesting to see what goes on with them. I hope they do something interesting for Bailey. Um, I hope so. But I mean, yeah, because she usually acts as the anchor of the show. She's just sort of around and everything. But it would be nice to see her have like a juicy storyline this new season yeah yeah, yeah. Do something with that i hope addison is back for more than just an episode i'll tell you that you know she's one of my faves yeah i think she will be especially because of the big deal they've made about it on social mm-hmm. media i'm like if this is just for one episode i'm gonna be mad at least two and i'll check later on imdb but i don't think kate wash was up to anything else so <laughs> i hope yeah happy to be i think yeah it, it's a great like she's just a fantastic character and i think there's space for her now like yeah. that space is open again so in terms of like music i mean we did a mu- music episode a couple of weeks ago and mm-hmm. i just am so hopeful in terms of what like they'll play I, I really of course i've got like my wish list i'm like please say matt colby please say you want more of the same i mean look i'm very pro i would like some more of our uh falsetto crooners you know uh and, yeah, already... and like our, our favorite girls as well yeah 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 i'm always open to whatever they do like bring us new people because that was that's the whole thing right is, that's the whole thing exactly yeah, I, it, I did feel like recently i mean the the few songs we mentioned which were new new artists we'd never heard of that was that was kind of becoming fewer and further between yes, i was usually yeah. hearing songs i'd already heard i mean i listen to less music now on a daily basis so you know i'm probably gonna find some new people no matter what i do but i hope that we are introduced to some new m- musicians through this season 
Agreed. Same. I'm hoping for a lot of feeling in music through music as well. I'm hopeful and just, I guess, in general, just fun. I I want it to be a fun season. I would love to see like depth of character. I'm actually pretty excited. Yeah. I hope it feels at a minimum sort of like hopeful. I hope all the characters sort of are getting out of their ruts, at least, even if they don't give us any high highs. I hope that everybody sort of is finding their footing and going well. I also hope it's not just COVID focused. It'll be hard not to be because COVID has kept going. They made it a central character, right? So I think it's going to be hard not to have it be sort of central. But I do hope that we get patients that aren't like have it not be just about COVID, as you just said. Exactly. And and like, I hope it's not just like COVID and vaccines because that that would be a bit much. Um, But yeah, Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. We are still in the pandemic. So I expect that to be in there. But yeah, I just, I'm really hopeful for the new season. I think most likely won't just stop in the middle of everything. So they'll be Mm. able to like finish storylines and write full stories for everybody. So I'm actually very excited. I can't wait to see us back. Yeah, and um, I think now that they've gotten a hang of shooting during COVID, we we might avoid chaotic episodes. Yeah, I think so. So yeah, let's just hope for the I'm best. Just, hope for the best. We're hope excited. for the best. Yeah, and I mean, Thank in you. the words of April Kepner, mm-hmm. which we'll close with, fingers crossed for new horizons. Woot woot. Thanks for listening, everybody. Please uh, remember to like, follow, and subscribe. And we'll see you next week. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye. If you want to support the show and help other people find us, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at assumeitwillbebrilliantpod. And if you have any queries, questions, or comments, please email us at assumeitwillbebrilliant at gmail.com. And remember... Step out into the unknown, assuming it will be brilliant.